0: rad like she's pretty prolific like all around there it is yeah because like she went from that to being in like sg1 and like she did uh the voice of like morrigan in dragon age origins everybody wants a goth Melf girlfriend Uh, that's the first game that gave it to me damn it to episode 77 of the laser comb podcast the show where we comb through random episodes of classic tv with a fine tooth laser i am as always christopher siege one of your hosts and i'm your other host neo cal hi neo cal hello christopher siege cal of the neo that's right cal of the neo clan cal son of neo <laughs>
1: <laughs> cal son of neo of the neo clan yeah duncan mcleod of the clan mcleod
0: <laughs> uh i remember meeting someone a long time ago who was actually named duncan mcleod like irl actually named yeah it's, duncan it's april's yeah. husband okay hey. <laughs> okay yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about um and i thought like it was like the most like badass thing ever that he was named duncan mcleod and i remember at a party like telling him about that and he was just like what i don't get it and i'm like oh well you're no fun then
1: Was he like playing dumb or like actually didn't?
0: No, I actually didn't know and didn't seem to really understand or care why I thought it was awesome that he shared a name with the dude from Highlander.
1: Oh, see, when I had mentioned to it, it to him, I thought that he had heard that so much he was tired of it. Oh, but who knows? Maybe he went his whole life. And had never heard it up until he met you. And then after he met you and I, he heard it like a thousand times. <laughs> and that's why we were never friends with them.
0: <laughs> that and he was also kind of just a really boring dude. I barely remember. I don't even remember How what the guy looks like. dare. <laughs> Shit talking this guy that I met like a handful of times. Like How dare. 15 the- years ago.
1: The Clan McLeod is going to come for you, man. Yeah,
0: I know there can be only one motherfucker, but we're, uh, we're, we're not talking about Highlander the series, which amazingly enough, I'm surprised none of our patrons have actually pitched that to us, but, uh, we're definitely, well, yeah. Yeah. Although I do actually want to do a Highlander podcast, so maybe we can save oh, it. Oh, I know you that. do. <laughs> we can, we, we can save it for that.
1: What are we covering?
0: Uh, this week on the Laser Cone Podcast, we are uh, doing another uh, Patreon pick. Uh, this time from our patron, uh, Daniel. Shout out to him. And he pitched us a show called Farscape.
1: John Crichton, an astronaut, a radiation wave hit, and I got shot through a wormhole. Now I'm lost in some distant part of the universe on a ship, a living ship full of strange alien life forms. Help me. Listen, please. Is there anybody out there who can hear me? I'm being hunted by an insane military commander in everything I can. I'm just looking for a way home. Oh, oh.
0: Perhaps you've heard of it. Perhaps. Uh I had seen this show before a handful of times, like literally like 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. But it was always kind of a show that I kind of just would catch like random episodes of, like yeah. if it was on Space Channel in Canada.
1: Same. It, it was never on a convenient a lot of my young younger TV watching was through convenience. Yeah. And it was either I never paid attention enough to catch it, but whenever it was on, I was always like, Oh, it's like the the hot alien bitches and like creepy puppet sci-fi. Right, right. <laughs> like the less risque, the Lex.
0: Yeah. Lex. Remember the Lex? Uh yeah, it Lex was a TV movie, wasn't it? And then it was a series.
1: And I then believe. it became a
0: yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. I remember Space Channel always uh Uh, always specifically mentioning it as Lex, the series.
1: Yep. Yeah, it was like a movie and then a TV series. And Farscape, uh, as far as I can tell, there's been no movies. But I also haven't Googled if there are. Let me...
0: Uh, No, there were actually. There were two TV movies that were released after the show ended to... Like wrap uh, it up? To kind of wrap everything up, yeah. This show is rated really high on imdb and and rotten tomatoes yeah people love this show i remember even at the time like uh because like i've been into sci-fi my entire life and i remember in the early 2000s i was really trying to like branch out and like find like new sci-fi shows to watch and farscape was always like really high on the list uh firefly was up there too although not the biggest fan of firefly
1: how dare you basically look at this guy he hates firefly and he hates farscape get him
0: <laughs> uh and i yes i i hate firefly i hate farscape uh i hate star trek the next generation i hate star wars i hate stargate anything with stars basically,
1: basically any anything with stars in it or in the name
0: yeah get that fucking telescope away from me bud <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, we all know that the stars are actually just like small holes in the dome covering the
0: flat earth. Right. Yeah, I don't know why start, they're put there. I started playing a game last night called uh, Those Who Remain because it's free on Game Pass. came out a few years ago now. That sounds uh, familiar. Uh, but the first time you encounter, it, it's another one of those like Alan Wake style like, like, Well, it, it's a first-person game, but it's very much in the vein of Alan Wake and like, ooh, stay in the light. That's the only way you can be uh, mm. safe from the monsters. This but game, right. But when the monsters appear, you see their eyes glowing, and they kind of look like stars in the darkness. It's a really cool ooh. visual. Unfortunately, the game is janky as fuck, and I gave up on it because... ah, oh. Because it's a, an indie game in all of the worst ways.
1: <laughs> but can stylistically it had some cool moments.
0: It did, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, speaking I of cool it. moments, uh episode 15 of Farscape Escape is what we landed on through the old random number generator. Uh the name of this episode is uh uh let's see, what is it? It's uh what is
1: it? It is um <clears throat> Durka Returns.
0: Durka returns. A single yes. Durka. A, sing, a single single Durka. <laughs> a single Durka returns. Uh, There'd be it, no reason.
1: I've never heard that word before. There'd be no reason to say it multiple times. Uh,
0: if Although, I'm not going to go too much Siege, into it.
1: Siege and I hack
0: <laughs> But uh, if... If you've seen the movie Team America: World Police, which, if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you probably are around our age and have seen Team America before. Um, we uh, we we had a little bit of fun with the name Durka. <laughs> we
1: we may have, yeah. Gifts were exchanged.
0: Gifts from Team America were exchanged. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> an I, I exchanging love- of gifts was had.
0: <laughs> I, I, I love that the signal that's the actor dude in uh team uh team america oh i'll
1: give you a signal what is it gonna be the signal
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love that that's a gift
1: <laughs> right i still even though it's been forever since i've seen that movie i still remember so much of that you know what say what you want about like Trash movies or whatever, but like if you can remember them, and it's been a decade, yeah, since since you've <laughs> seen it, then like clearly it it had some uh, some impact on you. Um, I like just watched
0: uh, Team America recently, so it's kind of fresh oh, okay. In my mind. I, I
1: have not seen it in forever. It was one of those ones where I had like five movies when I was in college, right? One was um, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Mm, uh yeah. Yeah, one was team team yeah. One, was team. team <laughs> yeah. one was Team America.
0: Yeah. I went back Dude, to Dude, did we ride a fucking cheetah? Uh <laughs> I went back to Harold and Kumar go to White Castle maybe about four or five years ago, because it was just showed up randomly on Amazon Prime. It was like, hey, you you might be interested in watching this. And I'm like, you know what? I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> or the part and, where uh, it's like the middle of the night and uh Harold and Kumar are like standing at the crosswalk and Kumar I knew you're were... yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite gag in the whole movie. Kumar is like it's like dude, why why don't you cross? And he's like, "Well, it's, you know, it's a red light." And he's like, "Dude, it's the middle of the night. There's nowhere no one around. Just fucking cross. Just jaywalk." And he's like Harold's like, "Oh, fine." He takes one step <laughs> down and all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> cars. Even though they were the just rain.
1: looking around. Yeah. Yeah
0: it's my favorite gag in the entire film
1: oh and when they pull up to i can't remember what it is but like a different uh fast food joint and that one guy is like oh man if i could go go for some uh the the guy at the window of the fast food place is like oh i could go for some white castle right now those tiny like
0: little burgers oh
1: man and trust me they're better than ours you don't want to know oh, what's yeah, in our he was special by, sauce.
0: Uh, he was played by Ant- the always great Anthony Anderson. That's his name, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And it was like extremely versatile specials-
0: actor, too. Like he can he can do like stupid ass like comedy <laughs> like that, or like play like the 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 guy in the first Transformers movie who is like, I downloaded some, some MP3s off the internet, but you know who hasn't? Who hasn't? He can I do forgot. that. That's him. That's him, yeah. <laughs> He can also do like extremely like serious like intimidating like fucking criminals and like he was the main villain of season four of the shield oh and, like that is not a comedic role that he's playing and but you believe animal it. semen
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway anthony anderson great actor
1: well anthony anderson isn't in durka returns
0: uh, no, he's not. Sadly, in
1: fact, even though it's episode fifteen, there's no mention of Durka rises. So odd that they introduce a new character in this episode, but it's titled Durka returns. And as far as I know, he hasn't been mentioned, and he never comes back. You'd think it would be called uh, what's her name, Chiana? Chiana,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. You'd think they'd uh, Chiana. It would be arrives. called like Ch- Chiana arrives. There you go.
0: Uh, But uh, there's... I'm going to see if Captain uh, Durka is in any (laughs) other episode. Every time I say Durka, it's just the temptation is there. It's there. (laughs) Muhammad Ali. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, We're going to get cancelled. Surely Uh, we've already been.
1: Um, Probably. uh, But so the premise... Of the episode is, and this is us going in like we never watched it episode to episode. We caught it here or there. And I always felt like this should have been something that I watched all the way through.
0: Oh, uh, Captain Durka is in three episodes.
1: Oh shit. Is he in one before this? Uh let's find out. Then I'll I'll eat. Looks like
0: I'm gonna eat my words. Well okay. Um He's in two episodes, according to IMDb. Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, he is in one before this. He's in the fifth episode. Oh, shit. Which well, was called we go. Back and Back and Back to the Future. Great titles. Yes. <laughs> um, so? But, uh, I mean, honestly, though, like, while I was watching it, I'm like, I'm like, who knows if this character has actually, like, appeared in the show? beforehand but the episode just watching it like on its own the episode does a good job of explaining like why we should not like this dude
1: honestly that sub no, it's not really the subplot well it is the subplot it that man this this show's got like it's got spine yeah like it i was like holy shit like this is serious business
0: right well, like like the recognizing
1: uh, like a a nazi officer <laughs> after you thought like you know the um, the trials got him seeing him on like v- like while you're at work
0: <laughs> or where, <laughs> right? like um, the, the, the puppet dude uh, Rigel I think his name is yeah uh, just straight up like throws a fucking grenade to like take the dude out and put and like with no concern that one of his crewmates is there too right He's just I'm like, like fuck th- this guy <laughs> I'm like wow this sh- this show's not pulling any punches And it only
1: failed because, like his, like, um, like his um, uh, IED, his improvised explosive device. Like he was in a rush to make it, and he like didn't balance the right crystals or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it like didn't it didn't explode as it didn't explode like it should have. Yeah, and instead it was like a concussive, like a, like a flash bang, and it kind of just stuns them for a bit. Uh, but yeah, the, the, pre- oh, you know what, let, let us back up before. What is Farscape? You tell me. Okay. I'll tell you. For, um, Farscape is sci-fi. Features
0: the, the adventures of, uh, uh, Colonel Mitchell, of, the, A, of Colonel Mitchell of the, from the, from the, uh, SGC and, uh, uh, Vala. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, um, but this was a love years. interest
0: of uh Dr. Daniel Jackson.
1: Right. And um that's right. <laughs> and um, but this is their early days.
0: They they have an episode. I think it's the first episode that actually introduces Vala. I think it's in season seven. There's an episode where her and Daniel Jackson are like on a ship together and like fighting. it it's kind of a sexy fight, I'm gonna say, especially for TV. you okay, find that. From like back find, that <laughs> find that scene for me.
1: Find that scene for me, son of a bitch. Like, there's
0: even during the fight, like, one moment where she's like, straight up, like, she's trying to do um, uh, she's, like, trying to do, like, a specific like, maneuver on him, but she's straight up just, like, has her legs, like, wrapped around his head and is, like, straddling him, like, trying to flip him over. <laughs>
1: And there's some of that going on, (laughs) some of that going on here. Not, not legs overhead though, but um,
0: yeah, sexy fight, especially if you're, uh, if you're into Claudia Black as I mean, well, why wouldn't you be? (laughs) Why wouldn't you be? This is all, all types of person would be
1: into Claudia Black is what you're saying.
0: Uh, Most types, maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, how do you pronounce like the the dude's name, John
0: Crichton? Uh, uh, John Crichton, yeah. Crichton, yeah. Um, so here's so, the thing. So it's real a sci-fi. Quick, real. Quick. Go ahead, uh, folks. So the, so the joke that I was making there is um, uh, the actors who play uh, John Crichton. What's his name again? Ben Ben Browder. Is that ben right? Browder. Yeah. Ben Browder. And so Ben uh, Browder. son. And uh Claudia Black, who uh, kind of made it big with this show, would later go on to star in the later seasons of Stargate SG1. And,
1: and exactly.
0: And I didn't really watch this show much back in the day, but I did watch a fuckload of Stargate. So whenever I see them, I just think of Colonel Mitchell and Vala. Yeah.
1: And they were on, because like this was, what year was this? This was
0: 1999. 99, 99 to 2004. And they were on. Stargate What years was that? Uh I think 2005 to 2007. So pretty much when this show so, ended they But jumped, basically
1: after. Yeah, they they, they, ju- they
0: jumped right to SG1.
1: They hey, they liked they worked well together. They liked sci-fi. They were tired of puppets. It worked out for everyone. Um so basically the premise of Farscape, in a very small nutshell, is uh, there's an American astronaut, um, he's in space, accidentally hits a wormhole, uh, pops up uh, across the universe, across the galaxy, way, way off somewhere else, in a space opera.
0: Now, as I understood it, Farscape is the name of his experimental shuttle. That he uh got that he was flying when he got trapped pulled through the wormhole. I believe it was called okay. the far Sleep one.
1: Okay, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, and it was an experimental mission to to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, he ends up teaming up with uh different people uh joined the cast. Um they have different levels of prosthetics. Some are just puppets, some are big, some are some are small, some are humanoid um, A lot of hot Bitches <laughs> Some in Fetishy Bondage gear A lot of hot alien chicks, I'm just saying Oh, um, well, Actually the dude The, the weird like uh, I'm just going to call him Farscape Klingon Like a yeah, seven yeah. foot tall
0: Like dude, right? It's basically what he um, is Great actor though, the cast in this show Actually
1: great, and you know what? man do the fucking puppets deliver holy shit <laughs> like the, the, and jim henson
0: yeah yeah. So, the, yeah so i i after while i was watching the show i'm like wow the puppet work and animatronics in this show are fucking top notch and then afterward i'm like oh it was done by jim henson's creature shop that yeah uh, that completely makes sense but also uh to what you were saying about the, the puppets delivering the guy who does the voice of uh, the puppet Rigel, Yeah. The one who was tortured by captain Durka Durka is um, that this guy is like clearly like a classically trained, like British, like theater actor. Cause he's great. His delivery is like Shakespearean.
1: Never do I stop and think uh, once or twice actually, but Never do I stop and think that that's a puppet. Yeah, because holy shit! Like even when he's like strapped to the table and like he's gonna be like tortured by, it. man, this show deals with some shit. First of yeah. all, um, we got brainwashing, we got torture, we got like, is it ethical to change people's wire people's brains differently as a form of um, rehabilitation? Like there's a there's a lot of uh, we got sexy straddling, we got sensually feeding hot chicks with white hair through bars <laughs> while they're handcuffed. I'm there's a lot here. There's a lot here. <laughs> People that you uh, we got we got badass looking dudes with like like steel eyes. Before that, he kind of just looked like um uh like
0: uh, uh Malfoy. Draco Malfoy is like dad. So the ship that they're on is called uh, Moya, which is which is a Moya, right? Moya, uh, it's a living ship. Um,
1: yeah, it's a living ship, and again, um, maybe Christopher has seen it more than I have, but um, again, like I was referencing uh the Lex, um, it's a. It was like a symbi- symbiosis and they had called it a, uh, not a Titan class. I uh, I can't Leviathan at some that, point. That sounds right. And it, it, that must mean like by bi- biological like type of ship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a living like organic ship. Uh, so Moya, they, they attempt to go into what they're, the episode begins with them attempting to go into, I think they call it starlight but it's basically um, hyperspace. Uh, it fa- Something goes wrong and it fails and they end up disabling a ship carrying, uh, what was the race of people they were called? Um, the Peacekeepers or...
1: No, those are the humans.
0: N- yeah, right? no. Uh, uh, Captain Durka is a former Peacekeeper and so is uh, um, Claudia Black.
1: Yes. And the thing is, whenever people uh see Crichton, right, they're quick to go, oh shit. Like a peacekeeper. Basically the humans are the bad guys in this in this galaxy.
0: Uh Nibari. So it's Nibari. A Nibari, It's a Nibari ship. Uh, so they end up disabling a Nibari ship and right. a very like timid like not timid, but very um stoic. Like Nibari. Stoic did. and yeah. Uh, comes aboard, and he brings with him this like guy with like an eye patch and long white hair with him. And they're like, "Hey, you disable our, our ship? We were transporting this prisoner. Uh, we would like it, bro. If, what the fuck? <laughs> we, we would like it if you, we could hitch a ride with you, since you know you fucked with our shit, basically." And they're kind of like, "Yeah, okay, that's fair." But then, then Rigel, <laughs> Rigel, the uh, the the Shakespearean puppet man himself, starts losing and- his shit. Uh, and having
1: like ptsd flashbacks actually on like in the episode he has multiple flashbacks
0: yeah because apparently so the dude with the long white hair and the eye patch is cat is the former captain durka and he's like he was like that man is my jailer and torturer he is not to be trusted i will kill him where he stands
1: And he hawks the biggest, greasiest, slimiest loogie in this guy's face.
0: First time I've ever seen a puppet spit on someone. Gotta say, gotta hand it to Farscape.
1: (laughs) There we go. (laughs) First and last time a puppet hawked like a huge loogie. Maybe his race um, has that as a self-defense mechanism. Because for like the next 30 seconds, they really linger on this. He's like, no, no, he's right. As he like wipes fucking slime off of his face and explains that, uh, basically, the peacekeepers are like uh, the like the alliance, the Imperium, the uh, the, they're they're bad they're bad guys. They're like the space Nazis, especially this guy.
0: It's funny that you mentioned the alliance because as uh, as we meet the like animatronic uh, slash puppet that is the pilot of Moya. Um, oh. this, <laughs> Mass Effect 2 came out several years after this. And let me tell oh, you, let me tell you, the collectors look exactly like the collectors
1: thing. look exactly
0: like pilot. Yeah. I'm right? like, huh? I, I, I see what you did there. Bioware. They I'm not mad. Okay, about Hold it, on. But... <laughs> You're right. Assuming control of this form, assuming direct control. This hurts you.
1: <laughs> this hurts you. Fucking um, Harbinger, man. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they look exactly like Pilot. Farscape Pilot. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at it now. Mass Effect Collectors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like scarier versions of. Yeah. Like possessed. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit more humanism and human features and. In pilot but basically he's a giant like bug thing that can like who is like a way bigger brain and he can interface with moya yeah um and moya by the way is a living creature uh she gets angry um she can be hurt uh she can like hold grudges and like that kind of thing but she's a greater being than just the little Parasites in, inside of her.
0: And indeed, um, we find out later on in the episode that uh after uh Rigel, Rigel uh throws the grenade and tries <laughs> to like kill uh Captain Durka and uh John Crichton in the process, uh the ship's actually mad at him about it. Yeah. For like detonating and, a grenade inside of her.
1: Yeah. And indeed, um uh like we had mentioned, um uh pff- and indeed, uh Moya's pregnant. Yes, which is so, part of a big part of the the episode.
0: So that we we find out uh, later on in the episode <coughs> that the reason engaging like star the starlight drive uh, failed was because she's pregnant,
1: and there are resources from the ship um, being directed
0: towards incubating like the- her baby, as opposed yeah. to using it to like enter hyperspace. Uh, it's interesting. Like that. It makes sense. It's interesting. I like that. Yeah.
1: yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna have to wait a bit." That's it. Yeah. Just means they can't like do it repeatedly, right? And um, so the people that they bring aboard the ship, um, one is a long white-haired Lucius Malfoy with an eye patch, <laughs> and um, the other is a soft-spoken um, blue. Yeah, like I like I mentioned, the the, the
0: the stoic guy, and uh, the jailer. We find out is Captain Durka.
1: And, and they're like we have a very dangerous um we have a very dangerous prisoner that we need to bring to your 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 break. And I'm like, "Oh, dangerous prisoner?" It's Chiana.
0: Yeah, it's Chiana. And as soon as I saw her, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, okay. I remember. Th- this chick becomes a regular on the show."
1: That's now, wh- I remember her in the intro. Yeah.
0: Now it's interesting because uh they they kind of play into the trope of like um uh John Crichton immediately like kind of takes a liking to her and is like somewhat sympathetic oh, yeah. to her. Immediately he's like And it's just, damn
1: man, girl. You don't even try to pretend. And the the very stoic jailer man who's like the same race as um Chiana um is like now now don't let her or what did he say he's like um have you ever um been poisoned by like the blah 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 plant and he's like not yet and he's <laughs> like beautiful but deadly and then um Crichton is like oh yeah i know blah 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 don't just judge things based on their appearance because he immediately picks up on Crichton having a boner for this chick.
0: Yeah. And they, they, they go right into the trope of her being like, Oh, I'm being held against my will. And it's not, it's not for just reasons. I didn't do anything wrong. And he's all like, tell me more, a young, attractive woman. Right. (laughs) Let me help you. But I like that they kind of turn that on its head a little bit because like, even though she isn't as bad as they make her out to be, she's still kind of fucking crazy. Yes (laughs)
1: Yes <laughs> As we see throughout the episode
0: Yeah, She's and, she, She's not as bad as they say But she is still kind of unhinged
1: And hard to predict And like she just attacks him later When she yeah. breaks out For no reason And she's like hiding in the shadows Like Batman like shit talking him And I'm like whoa, whoa dramatic But she like attacks him And she's like turn around And he's like no lady you're holding a weapon Turn around turns around and she tries to attack him and I'm like
0: what, what is you this bitch's
1: deal like I... <laughs> um but yeah there's a I, I part I like that they
0: give her like big like black eyes too so she always kind of looks like crazed
1: <laughs> yes yeah I, I I like that too uh, what, uh, what we're saying is we like the the blue goth chick on the the crazy blue goth chick on the on the show
0: uh actually that's not what I'm saying at all <laughs> That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what that's what you're saying. Uh, I. I. I, She she was actually one of the things about the episode that I didn't like. Now, I know I just mentioned that I liked that they kind of turned that trope on its head a little bit by actually making her like kind of unhinged. But I found the actress who played her was kind of overacting most of the time.
1: I found the first half of the episode. uh, These are like hour long slots on TV. So this was like a 50 minute.
0: Yeah, a little uh, too long. I,
1: I I forgot that the show was that long, which may have been why I didn't watch it when I was younger. I couldn't commit to anything for, for an hour. Well,
0: and honestly, um, like there are, I don't know about nowadays, but back in the day, there used to be less commercials. And indeed, there were even less. This is an Australian show. There were less hmm. commercials in uh uh on during uh, international broadcasts. So this was 50 minutes long, but like the version of the episode that we would have been watching on space back in the day, probably had stuff edited out to it, uh, edited out That's of it. That's
1: what I was wondering. To, to fill get the... it,
0: to get it down to like 42 minutes. So they could like put they so they could put like a regular amount of commercials you would have in an hour programming block in, um, yeah. On Canadian. I never TV. thought about that. You're right. And that happened. That happens very very it, often very very often uh, people uh, I,
1: don't realize now that the shows they often watch on being streamed uh are longer than when they watched them you when know they were when i younger
0: you know when i took note of this was uh back in the early 2000s when i bought the first season of mash on dvd because the episodes oh, yeah. the episodes were like 27 28 minutes long But the versions of the episodes that i was watching in syndication you know like 20 years after the fact in like the 90s uh had like there were more commercials in a half hour programming block by this point so they would actually have like five six seven eight ten minutes of the episode edited out so when i was watching the show on dvd for the first time I, i was seeing things that i'd never seen before
1: and um in in this circumstance as far as Farscape goes, uh, there's a lot that they could have there cut is, this yeah. down to. Here's the thing: first half, um, first half of the episode, actually really good. Uh, basically, it's setting everything up, right? So Chiana is in jail. Um, Crichton finds out that uh, oh, and they need to remove uh, Rigel because, like, it's like he's going to try to kill uh, Durka.
0: And indeed, he does and, multiple times. And then, and, and, <laughs> and um,
1: but the um, you just said the the race of like these like blue people, but uh, the ba- Nibari, Nabari. But basically, they don't believe in like capital punishment or like whatever. What they do is they like put you in cryo, and they use like uh, reprogramming. In yeah, your they, brain.
0: Yeah, they use mental conditioning to basically like strip away like all of the like bad parts of your brain.
1: And that's why he's so mild and
0: yeah, so that's why Captain Durka is apparently a, a, a changed man, and this is what they want to do to uh Chiana. Yeah. Because she's um deviant. she's a deviant.
1: Ooh. And um Crichton comes and he's like, Oh, I figured you could uh use some food. And her hands are bound, right? So she goes up. And there's a very sensual, I was half expecting her to, like, lick or, like, suck his finger or something like that. Where he's feeding her what looks like a piece a of uh, Wrigley.
0: It looks like a fruit leather.
1: Yeah. It looks like a fruit <laughs> roll-up or, like, a Wrigley's piece of
0: gum, yeah. Or, you know, those, like... Um, uh, fruit by I the think, foot? <laughs> I, I, No, not fruit by the foot. Um you get them in the produce department of grocery stores. They're made by Sunripe, oh, yeah. Sunripe Fruit Leathers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, yeah, it looks in like my a... head, I associate those with kindergarten, like mentally. Right. Um, Me too. But uh, yeah, there's still a thing. Yeah, uh, sunripe fruit leathers. It looks like what that's what he's feeding her,
1: and um, she eats it very sensually and kind of explains that you know she just uh, she just um, you know like hopped on different spaceships without using a voucher. She stole when she was hungry. You know, she, like, never did anything, like, ultimately bad.
0: What has this woman done? They, they won't tell you because they're embarrassed. Because oh, yeah, that's understand. a line.
1: They won't tell you because they're embarrassed. And I'm like, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell me? And the dude can, like, shock her by, like, touching these nodes on what? his head.
0: Stop me if I'm wrong, but it involved a blindfold. <laughs> a fifth of vodka, and a donkey.
1: <laughs> no, no. Oh, not
0: the vodka. Okay. <laughs> no, actually, it was gin we were drinking.
1: <laughs> and um, oh, what, what ends up happening? And, and they have that little, like, moment. Uh, she gets shocked. She has a shock collar. Um, her writhing on the ground, making sounds when she's being shocked. There, there's just a lot of things that are fetishy about the show like a they, they knew what they were doing and um he's like hey knock it off there's no point I th- in like i, I, I think you're torturing her just because
0: i think you're revealing your kings to the world here.
1: <laughs> okay i speak just i think i speak for everyone when i <laughs> and um yeah so uh they they shock the uh the goth chick, she falls in the ground moaning, and he's like, Hey, knock it off, let me do it. No, <laughs> <laughs> and um, in the meantime, um, they're trying to repair the ship. The uh, Durka man and uh, like milk toast dude, brainwashed jailer are uh, trying to fix the ship. And uh, well, wouldn't you know it, Rigel just he goes bowling for for Durka in this. There's the episode title, Bowling for Durka. Um,
0: I thought you were going to say bowling for Columbine for a second. Oh, Jesus there.
1: Christ. <laughs> Rigel puts on a trench coat. No, no, no. Okay, okay. I was going to stop there. Listening uh, to Marilyn Manson. <laughs> mis- uh, li- uh, listening to... Uh... No, Rigel seems like the type who would uh, listen to um, Rob Zombie. <laughs> while he, he builds his improvised explosive device. So he rolls this thing uh while um like grenades, is talking to Durka.
0: I like how because we this, we see another one later in the episode. I like how grenades in this universe look like bowling, bowling silver balls. B- silver bowling balls with and LEDs. Indeed, in even the... uh, Colonel Mitchell like throws like rolls it like a bowling ball.
1: Yeah. Like
0: it straight up just looks like he's go he's going bowling.
1: It might be too heavy. To throw, maybe you get better distance if you roll them. On the other hand, if you see it coming, you can just punt that fucker right back where it <laughs> came from. Um. So yeah, um, the explosion goes off, but it's not quite an explosion. It's like a flashbang. And um, Crichton, who was in the middle of talking to uh Durka, and Durka explaining, yeah, it was pretty bad, fucked up, dude. And it's thanks to um, the the mental reconditioning that I'm not a fucked up little guy anymore. And he's like, okay, I suppose. Hey, what's this thing? Beep, 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 beep. Ah, shit. And uh, Rigel comes over and kind of like looks at Crichton. And he's like, just the emotion on this puppet's face kind of goes, huh, shame Crichton was involved in the blast. Oh, well. And he, like, uses his, like, little hover chair. Yeah. Right? He's like, oh, well, you know. um,
0: Like I mentioned earlier, this show doesn't really pull any punches.
1: No. No. Dude just, just, like, tried to assassinate.
0: He he was just willing to (laughs) kill one of his crewmates.
1: Oh, shame that Crichton is here. And he goes over. And um, Durka's, like, still kind of alive. And he's, like, looking at him. And I was expecting him to take out, like, a gun and be like, I've waited for this moment. Like, and just fucking shoot him in the head uh, but he wakes up and then his Dirk's facial expression changes and he like immediately goes ah! and like goes to choke Rigel um, before like uh, running out of energy and then like passing out again
0: so we find out uh, later in the episode that this whole like thing broke the mental like reconditioning so for whatever
1: reason this concussion really or why arguably he got some brain (laughs) brain damage or a concussion or like something and it like which means the mental reconditioning clearly wasn't that great if it can be undone by like banging your head
0: against something
1: yeah Uh, but i guess the argument is you don't want to go back to who you are when you're reconditioned
0: yeah one minute 1 minute he's revolver Ocelot and then like a, a grenade goes off and then all of a sudden he's like I'm back dear brothers <laughs> Did you miss
1: me brother <laughs> <laughs> Um fuck. so um revolver revolver <laughs> Ocelot uh turns out that um you know he he just had a fucked up he, he's a fucked up little guy a fucked up yeah. little guy
0: He's not bad he little did dude's quite who plays him's quite tall he,
1: he he was born in the wrong country at the wrong time he should have been in the wild west god damn it uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah far farscape
0: dude so that stylish duster and mechanical eye that he has yeah so
1: yeah <laughs> right <laughs> um or in the very least wild wild west um, a movie that people forget exists. Uh, I wish I could. Yeah, you, you wish you could. Yeah. Um, I liked that when I was a kid. Okay. So did I. Uh, we don't I, have enough steampunk movies. Damn it.
0: I used to have the, the soundtrack to that movie on CD. Wiki Wow. Yeah. Wiki Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, Which is man. funny that the movie had a licensed soundtrack on CD because, like, the only song that was actually on it was the title track "Wild Wild West." The rest of it oh. was just all like original songs by like rappers of the time. Oh, huh?
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. <clears throat> well, uh, in the Wild West, uh, Chiana escapes her cell. Wouldn't you know it? I uh, can't even really remember how. Uh, but shortly after she escapes, some she broke. She, uh, she, she, broke she,
0: she struggles a whole bunch and then and
1: forgot about the strug- yeah, it, y- you struggle. Yeah. You just struggle y- you
0: enough. Yeah.
1: Just, you just struggle enough and you get free. Yeah. That's how it works. And um, well, gosh, it's dang, like another it would- thing
0: later in this episode where like pilot is like, Oh, I can't get the doors open. And uh, Colonel Mitchell is like, damn it, pilot. I need those doors open now. Get them it's, open.
1: It's very much kind of like a hand wavy, like, um, it's like, you cannot go any faster, captain. It,
0: yeah, and it's, it's like,
1: but then, but then but Scotty they, gets, but the then you just faster. yell,
0: then the, the commander just yells at them saying, Damn it, we need, we need more power.
1: And we need it five minutes ago.
0: And it's like, okay. Or this... my
1: favorite. Oh, it'll be at least an hour. And it's like, you have 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking tropes.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Very common in Star Trek.
1: Very cut and yeah, how long is it going to take
0: to get to restabilize the warp core and get the engines back online? Oh, Captain, I'm gonna need about 16 hours at the minimum. I give you four. All right, right? I'll get it done. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> then they would say four.
1: <laughs> uh but wouldn't you know it? Milk toast guy is found in one of the many labyrinthian hallways of Moya.
0: So I, I, he stabbed that, now that you mentioned the, the i thought his throat was slit yeah, yeah stabbed yeah. in
1: the neck or oh he was star. stabbed in the neck okay
0: yeah. well anyway he, there's a pool knife of and neck makes
1: neck. pool blood yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> men dead
0: I, I i was gonna mention um while I was watching this I miss sci-fi like this right just really like lots of like corridors of like really like interesting and alien like set designs that are, this like,
1: in particular yeah he, yeah where you're like is that a door or just the wall oh yeah oh it's a door
0: (laughs) and it's like you're looking at it and it's like someone actually built that on a sound stage somewhere like people actually made this shit nowadays it's like you just get like cgi backgrounds
1: yeah and they tend to be less interesting than this yeah like it'd be cool to i mean dismantled or, or like used for different things or whatever, it would have been cool just to walk through this. Yeah, totally. Right. Uh, And indeed um, the hallways are very, it's not like, you know, like Zerg, it's not like the Lex where like the walls are fleshy or, or anything like that. It is still a spaceship, but it, everything's like rounded. Everything's an archway. The doors pivot and let you through rather than like slide to the side.
0: Yeah, like kudos it, kudos to the uh, production design team on this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Set design, um, set engineering, like they it, it's cool. I, I like it. I forgot it was. Um kudos to like,
0: like character it's wardrobe the, too. Actually, I believe it's called the the art department. Is is that what it's yeah, who yeah. decide um, like what the sets actually look like.
1: Yeah, kudos to, to them. Uh because I got a feel of what room they were in, right? Like that very much you want to make the no matter what camera angle you're using, make the rooms like different. Like, oh, this is the armory. Oh, this is like the storage area. You could tell because of all the boxes and the fog machines uh, <laughs> everywhere <laughs> where Chiana was was hiding. And I'm like, oh, it's it's cool that they have like a storage area and she's like talking and her voice is echoing and he's like, come on out, Shiana. And I'm like, why would she come out? You don't know where she is. And then she does.
0: <laughs> so after she escapes, she uh, breaks into uh, Rigel's room.
1: And, oh, like, right. A pillow, the pillow.
0: pillow. I, I'm bringing this scene up specifically because I found it's it
1: hilarious. It, but it's also good acting from both of them. Again, I like the first half. She kind of over delivers in some of the second, the second half of the episode.
0: So she puts a pillow over his face and is like, hey, Buddy, we want the same thing. I want to get off this ship and...
1: You want to kill Mr.
0: Durka? Like we're... Enemy of my enemy is my friend, basically, is all I'm saying, you know? So if I remove the pillow, you're not going to scream, right? He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. And he's uh-huh. like, uh-huh. Oh, yes, we'll, 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 we'll work together. I will tell you where the, the, the cargo hold is, where you can take in a, a, a ship... And escape and i will even give you the access codes and she's, and she's like, like well, i don't need that bitch. <laughs> i could do that on my own and he's like well i could create a diversion and uh people will be so busy looking for me trying to kill uh captain durka that they won't even bother with you and she's like okay it's a deal and he's like great grabs on his radio the bitch is here she's escaped she's in my room come and help me please. right
1: because um they've <laughs> They've tied him up in his quarters because, like, dude, if somebody tortured you for years, like, and, and I kind of, like, relate to, like, Rigel. I'm like, I'm killing that guy.
0: Well, and not I, only that, too, he also tried to kill, as a result, tried to kill one of his uh, shipmates, too.
1: That part, hey, dude, I got off pretty light. Yeah. All things considering, right? Like, you're not allowed to just try to kill, like... Rehabilitated or not, right? Like you, you can't just throw grenades at people, especially in a spaceship, where decompression could happen, which we oh, see later. Spaceship. Uh, yeah, that actually like has nerves and it feels, feels pain. pain.
0: And Jesus yeah, Christ, dude! You tr- you, tr- you tried to kill Ben Browder in the process. I'd be like, <laughs> you you're best. going out of fucking airlock.
1: <laughs> Nobody <laughs> kills Ben Browder, especially in Farscape. <laughs> He's not in Stargate yet um and uh yeah as soon as he's like oh but you'll have to untie me and then like you said as soon as she like cuts his bonds he's like the bitch is in my quarters she escaped and she's like <laughs> yeah. you son of a bitch
0: <laughs> I, I, I like funny that. that immediately he's just like the bitch is here i come, i love come that save me
1: because even ab- above all else right he's he doesn't know this chick He's not conspiring against his, he's still a good guy. Yeah. Uh, and then they're like, Hmm, do you think it's a trap? And it's like, well, even if it is, we need to check. And that's when they come across uh milk toast, make um, brainwash body. And they yeah. probably, I, I don't have the episode up in front of me. They probably do something that every single show does ever. They probably kneel beside him and like check his pulse even though it's such no, like a pool they of blood, they and... didn't
0: do anything like that. No,
1: no, I think they just ran past. Yeah, they were like, "Oh shit!" They,
0: they just kind of glanced at it and were like, "Oh, Chiana's killed, buddy over here."
1: Wouldn't it be funny if he got up later and he's like, "Oh, I passed out, but but I'm okay. I'm all right." <laughs> um,
0: some other bullshit happens, and then uh, some other
1: bullshit happens, and then well, wouldn't you know it, Durka makes his move. And yeah. takes the br- the the bridge.
0: Jerka like shaves his head and like Literally, takes his eye patch off, puts on shades, and puts all his
1: like, SS officer back on, and is like, ah, mine it
0: it feels on good. Trench, trench coat, and is <laughs> like, ha, 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 I'm back, Chris Redfield.
1: <laughs> Have you missed me? And he's like, well, 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 Mister Fijil. It seems we meet again. And he's like dangling his hand over different. He just has like different implements of torture oh, prepare, with him for some prepare reason. Your for <laughs>
0: prepare your anus for mine digits.
1: Prepare your anus for mine digits. There's a thing that's quite clearly just like a weird like chunk of metal that looks like a that looks like um, a, a a wrench, but ooh, it's a sci-fi torture device. Trust me, I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Where it's just like they found a piece of metal and they're like, you know what? We're going to add the sound effect. Like it's making static electricity sounds, but there's no visual effect. He's just holding up a piece of metal and they're like really afraid of it. And I'm like, it's a wrench. What are you, <laughs> what are you guys afraid of? So, yeah, there's some. Um, oh, let's see. Oh, Claudia,
0: uh, Claudia Black uh, is here.
1: Right. Because and... he knocks both of them out.
0: Yeah, Yeah. And Claudia Black is here and he's like. He's like, ah, this must, this must be an experience for you after reading about my legendary exploits to finally see me here in the flesh. It's, it's very boasty.
1: must be quite something to see the legend in action, Missus Bond. Um, <laughs> um, and she's all like, ah, uh, actually, like. To find out that you actually just like escaped and let everyone on that ship die and you didn't die there with them like kind of makes you a bitch huh and he's like well i well i'm alive and they aren't <laughs> yeah. who's the bitch now
0: i i am actually a master tac- tactician because i am because alive i'm alive and they're dead yes. mm.
1: who has the last laugh now <laughs>
0: spoiler alert it's not them
1: they're dead <laughs> <laughs> he's not actually german by the way people it's just his transformation is so literal it's <laughs> uh it's it, but i like it by the way i'm not making it, making so fun of that
0: too and i love the fact that he actually like gets out a knife and like cuts his hair and takes off the eye patch and he's like ah
1: and he's got this mangled up like like scar all over his like face and like a like a a silver like metal eye. yeah. Um, Looks badass. Um, And basically he starts ripping wires and stuff out of Moya's like control panels and he locks himself in the bridge and he takes um, Rigel's uh, comm like badge and he's like "Um, Durka here. Uh, Yeah, I took over the ship. So um, yeah, you guys are going to reenact the star drive And uh, I won't kill the hostages. Sound good? Because he doesn't know and the others and this is where the second half we're going to kind of jump through because the second half is a lot of running through corridors being locked Um, poor um, poor what's his name? Poor um, Farscape version of Klingon Uh, he's like now it's my time to shine and he gets locked in a Jeffrey like an organic Jeffrey tube, (laughs) Jeffrey's tube, kind of Right. 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 And he's like, no, but I had a cool gun. And I'm like, you did have a cool gun. <laughs> and you'll never get to use it. It's like gun is like two swords.
0: Yeah, it's a gun with like uh, like two swords at the oh, end. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And that way, if
0: you go around a corner, you can... <laughs> <laughs> you can slash, you can stab, and you can shoot. And you can
1: shoot. Think of how dead that person is going to be <laughs> when you're... Um, but he gets locked
0: and... In... take in like a little tunnel. Take take that into the fight against 30 to 50 feral hogs. It gives you a slight edge. You'll kill get... you'll, you'll kill more hogs than you even knew were there.
1: <laughs> you even knew were there. And before you know it, you're surrounded by 60 to 70 feral hogs. <laughs>
0: You, you thought you were just going to take on 30 to 50 feral hogs, but wouldn't you know it, uh, 90 feral hogs lay dead on the ground around you. And you're like, well shit, put put on a pair of shades. Yeah, over the pair you're already wearing. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs>
1: um, but no, no feral hogs are gotten from him, and we never see him for the rest of the episode, basically. Um, Rigel's strapped to a table. Uh, naked as his ex-torturer is like getting ready to be like, oh, time to help you revisit some old memories, huh? That's a shame. Perhaps I should have done more damage to you. Your pretty little face isn't missing anything major.
0: Well, Durga, if you're just going to kill me, then get on with, shut up and get on with it.
1: Oh, will you stop talking? Ugh. Please just kill me before I have to listen to further words coming out of that uh, disgusting mouth of yours. And I'm like, damn! My man Rigel, like, going down with, like, a fucking... (laughs) Going down burning this guy hard. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, perhaps I'll cut this pretty bitch over here.
0: (laughs) Tell me. Tell me, brother. What is it that peacekeepers are... Most afraid of, and, he's, and like, he's
1: like fire. Oh no! Oh yeah, r- right. Fire. Yeah. yeah. Humans in this universe um don't do well against heat. Extreme heat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, neither like, do well, do do any of you.
0: <laughs> he gets out his like pliers, his, his like space plier torture <laughs> device, and is all like, "Fire in the disco! Fire in the Taco Bell, bitch!" And, uh we we're
1: to believe by the way this piece of metal that he has um doesn't get like red hot we're just led to believe it's it's maybe it kind of looks like a taser i don't know we're led to believe it's going to be painful
0: it does ki- kind of look like a taser i guess
1: and uh rigel is like oh, torturing a helpless like woman <laughs> i always knew you were a pussy and <laughs> dirk is like what'd you say babe? and he's like that's right you didn't finish me off then and you can't now
0: oh i just remembered actually like how uh durka got the drop on them was because they were like oh milk toast man is dead and he's all like no no it can't and he be. fell to his he, knees and he's like to the knees.
1: milk toast dead and then for some reason son um, claudia,
0: claudia black like stands like next puts puts her,
1: away her weapons And goes right up next to him.
0: And he's all like, ha ha, and grabs her gun away from her
1: and uses karate moves to like disarm her. Yeah. And then like kicks Rigel in the head and takes control of the bridge. So on the sidelines, we have uh, Crichton um, trying to negotiate uh, with uh, Chiana. And we find out she's a little crazier and not as reasonable as she let on. And I like that every once in a while she has this like tick. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this,
0: this bitch is crazy. Don't There's do it. There's this one Crichton, scene where Crichton, she's like standing the rule didn't in this exist. pose like this.
1: Oh, um, when she goes out to talk to Durka to lie to him?
0: With like her legs like kind of spread and like her shoulders back and her arms extended out.
1: And, and her she's head got down.
0: The, and her head down. And she's got this like big smile on her face. And I'm like. She's
1: got a lot of crazy bitch poses.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm for yeah. it. <laughs> i'm like okay this chick is actually like kind of insane i can see why they wanted to like put her through like reconditioning
1: yeah uh but she tells that everyone um uh, oh and there's a like a medic or th- there's a tall like bald like blue chick who's also pretty cool um but i'm not really sure what her role is in this episode because it focuses more on like Crichton and gianna and and rigel right? Um, who is that? That oh,
0: she. Um, I don't know. I kind of got like because she ends up finding from her.
1: Yeah, she ends up finding. She goes around in like silk, like barefoot, and she seems like very like tall, ethereal. Like she, I want to know what her deal is. She, she she seems cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and she ends up going and finding pilot before all this, like, or as all this shit goes down, and she's like hey, shit is going down, and Pilot's like, yeah, fucking sucks. He's like, cut me off from like, um, interacting with Moya. And we, probably because when he was alive, he had interacted with um, Leviathan like, starships before and like, knows how they work. um, And so there's discourse here and there, between
0: them. So, Crichton and Chiana like, hatch this plan to like... After live. they
1: wrestle around and have like, that tension of him like, Pushing her hands above her head, um, there's uh, like five times in the episode. I'm like, Gu- guys, just kiss, just fuck, and then.
0: The Crichton hatches this plan that he's going to use uh, her. That he's going to use Chiana as bait, and he actually like taps her nose in a very like amorous like kind of way. Like he taps her nose when he's oh, like, "You little devil, you! You're going to be bait." And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, someone's going to be baiting, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um and so he comes up with this plan to like use her as bait to lure uh captain durka durka like into this one specific room because durka when claudia black uh reveals to durka that or claudia black or and or rigel i can't remember yeah, they to- reveal
1: it's like it doesn't matter if you kill us or use us as hostages the others can't like turn on their um their warp the starlight uh yeah anyway because
0: they yeah they can't engage the ship's the pregnant Starlight Drive bro. because the the ship's pregnant so he's all like "Huh, i know how to deal with this and immediately it's like yeah just go kill the baby
1: of course as somebody who <laughs> has killed many a baby before i see no problems with this and uh he goes off to go kill the baby and that's when like how China with China <laughs> it's China with a steel chair uh, Chiana comes out like crazy pose that's probably your best chance to dodge bullets now that I'm thinking about it like get low wide crazy <laughs> like if someone's gonna shoot and they only get one or two shots off before you charge them that's the pose you take right. and um, she ends up he seems either the actress hasn't found her groove yet or she's not like you said she over delivers yeah, some she, lines
0: she she's overacting
1: most but the time. um well wouldn't you know it durka doesn't believe it <laughs> doesn't believe it either and he's like yeah okay c- c- yeah
0: because she's all like oh you're going to kill the baby so you can engage uh you can turn the ship starlight drive on right and he's like uh yeah she's like well where are you going she's like he's like well i'm i'm going that way because that's where the baby is and she's like no 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 who told you that was it them they were lying to you. It's Was actually it the this ship? way? Of course, the ship would lie. It's actually this way. Come on. Come on. Come on. Follow me. Come on. It's...
1: You could trust me. Yeah. We're both bad guys.
0: Now, and he's like, okay. Okay. Now, okay
1: you first, bitch. We're going to run through this. <laughs> he's corridor. got two guns, by
0: the way. <laughs> we're going to run through this corridor. And now, oh, oh, let's open this door up. Just go in there. That's where it is. Go in that room. No, and he first. looks.
1: He looks and he's like, <laughs> The room is just a dark storage room. I'm and not going we see, in there. Like
0: around the, 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 on the like other side of the wall next to the door is Ben Browder, just like holding like a with like what looks a like spear. A, I shit you not. To me, it looked an American
1: like, gladiator.
0: It looked like a boat, like rowing, like oar.
1: Kind of looks like an oar. <laughs> it
0: looks like but an like oar, like a metal or Ooh, but, a but sci-fi kind of spear.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's just gonna bunk him on the head. <laughs> with it and he's like he's
0: gonna row 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 his motherfucking boat
1: and he's like it's dark in there and uh this feels like a trap and she's like no <laughs> and he's Would like I lie? okay i'm gonna kill you now and he shoots her and she's like ah. <laughs> she jumps out of the way gets shot in the shoulder and then Crichton is like ah, and like jumps out and like closes the door and dirk is just like confused he's like oh, okay it well, <laughs> just like walks away again. I the, second go half, there. <laughs> the second half of the episode could have been there's like 10, 15 minutes that could have been like cut out.
0: And she had, and uh, uh, Ben Browder is like, Hey, are you all right? And Chiana is like, Yeah, I'm no, fine. Bitch. Go after him. Oh, by the way, that was a stupid fucking plan. He's Next like... time you go
1: and get shot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's like, What? Well, it wasn't that bad just because it didn't work, you know?
1: Just because it doesn't didn't work doesn't mean it wasn't a good idea.
0: And she's like, whatever, uh, leave me alone. Go and catch him.
1: And that's that's what I mean about the writing. Like it it could have fit in a smaller slot because like one guy's stuck in like a like an access tube. The other person's like shot in the shoulder, and she's just like, I don't know, gonna wait here. There's a lot of people just kind of waiting around in the second
0: half. Running through corridors. Running
1: through corridors. Um but yeah, there is a scene that I like where when he's going uh, when he's on the bridge and he's going to torture or kill um, son, um, Rigel starts like shit talking him. And he's like, oh, I always thought that like you were like a little bitch. And you know what? I'll die. You never made me talk and you could come and you could torture me now and feel like a big man. But you know what? You're a failure a coward and i won't die a coward and he he gets to him a bit and i'm like i, I almost got like a little bit like shivering i was like holy shit this like look this guy knows how to shit talk and it's a puppet this is like a puppet on the thing but like the eyes are so expressive and the voice actor oh man he he he's fun <laughs> having this like very like very posh like british man like like destroy
0: your psyche like i said he's almost shakespearean
1: almost yeah
0: delivery yeah
1: and um well he's like okay fine and at one point yada 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 he's going to go to that other ship that the little ship that needed repairs because it has weapons on it right and for some reason he's like, oh i'm just gonna aim for the belly of this ship and just shoot and uh, that'll abort the the uh, starship baby and, then, and um uh, Crichton comes out and he's uh like that's a fucking stupid idea and he goes bowling. Uh, and he uh are you sure you want to do that i need to stall for as long as possible because he like found um rigel's like <laughs> explosive crystal bomb maker and he's like making a bowling ball and, uh, yeah, he goes bowling for it was a, for- it was a
0: weird shot though, because before he actually like decides to, you know, like throw a strike, like roll a strike yeah. or bowl a strike rather, uh, he actually like holds it up. Cause, um, uh, uh, captain Durka is in, is in like the like little, like transport ships, like cockpit, uh, looking down at Crichton through the glass, and Crichton is just holding up his bowling ball bomb for a very long time, and it's like I don't know. I don't it, was weird, it's it was a weird symbolic. It was a weird shot to me. It's like this guy could to just show shoot.
1: that he has a bomb, but it's like why not just use it? Don't give him a chance to shoot you. Yeah, like did you forget that this guy has guns? <laughs> and this the little um, shuttle that he has has guns? So he goes bowling. Um the whole time they're in there um um tall uh, elf lady and she does have like uh, first officer vibes yeah yeah um and pilot are like oh freaking open the hatch let them get sucked out into space um and Mo- moya can't do that and then the explosion goes off and well wouldn't you know it that was enough to jar the the hatch open and it wouldn't be a sci-fi if there wasn't um what's it called? Decompressive uh explosive decompression or whatever.
0: Yes, yeah, so Ben Browder like holding on to something <laughs> as like he's being sucked back. Close the, back the door.
1: The uh...
0: Close the hatch. And so after Durka is outside in this like transport ship that's been thrashed now because of the bomb. Yeah,
1: because now because of the bomb it's it can't operate.
0: Yeah. Fully. He's like uh Crichton, save me. And he's like, no. It's not gonna happen, bitch. He's like, save me now, or I will hunt you down for the rest of your days. And Ben Browder is like, well, get in line.
1: Well, that could be pretty short. <laughs> and technically, if, if it's not like they're good necessarily good guys, but technically they could have went and got him and then put him in the brig and handed him over to the authorities or, like, whatever. But, like, also, fuck that guy.
0: Well, indeed, uh, Captain Durka Durka shows up again in uh, Season 2. Son of a bitch. Uh, according to IMDB. So, when he's all like, you haven't seen the lost of me? Maybe he's, not he's today. Actually, he's actually Maybe not tomorrow.
1: Yeah. And um, so it kind of ends with everybody being like, "Oh, Rigel and your bombs!" And oh, d- wow, I can't believe you like stood up to torture. Like, there's a moment between Sun and um, Rigel where she's like, "Hey, I wanted to to talk to you," and he's like, oh, "Don't thank me for saving your life. That's unbecoming of you." And she's like, "Oh, I wasn't going to." And he's like, "Why not?" <laughs> I, I laughed. I laughed at that.
0: I think the episode ends with a scene between, uh, Ben Browder yeah. and Chiana, where he's like, uh, you know, you can stay here, but we have rules on this ship and she's, and she's like, like, I don't care. <laughs> she's like tweaking and he was like, uh, just, well then just, uh, let me off at the, the, the next planet. And he's <laughs> like, this isn't a prison, like transport ship. Like you can leave whenever you want, but, but uh, just like we,
1: if you're gonna stay or while you're here, like be respectful lady at,
0: and she's like well uh, uh you don't seem to have too many problems with me he's like well i owed you one but like the others don't the others don't <laughs> and they're not going to be anywhere near as lenient because uh, well they don't find you as hot as i do it-
1: <laughs> that's kind of Basically. what i was getting they don't find you as hot i'm giving you a a longer leash is, is what i'm saying lady yeah. So, um, and he's like, oh, by the way, where were you when Silas? And yeah, that's what I. Where were you when Mr. Milktoast died? And she's like, I'll never tell. <laughs> so it's like nebulous who actually killed and that she, guy because and she's earlier... all, like,
0: does like this face, like, <laughs> and it freeze frames to credits. <laughs> do, 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 yep do, do. that's
1: me. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I ended up in this situation um but earlier back when um Rigel and uh Sun and Dark were like talking um Dark <laughs> um uh Durka were talking they were like oh did you kill Silas and he just kind of like looks at them yeah. so it's it's nebulous who actually was the murderer ooh. spooky yeah, and mystery ooh. and uh well that was uh
0: that was that was Far Escape. Cal, Far Escape. You just caught a random episode of Far Escape. Would you uh, Would you tune in again?
1: How dare you ask Moya such a question? Um, man, yeah, like, yeah, d- definitely. And I, I think now that we found it on we found it on Tubi, by the way. Folks. Yeah, it's on Tubi. Um, yeah, I want to want to watch this with my with my partner. I'm like, I feel like this is something that I would have grown up loving. And every, I've met multiple people that have been like, "Wait, Cal, like you've never watched Farscape? Like, dude, it's totally a Cal show." And I'm like, this, "What?" And then I'd check it out and I'd go, "Oh shit, yeah, I remember this. This is totally a Cal show. I should make it a Cal show." Yeah, I, I really like this. I mean, imperfect, right? But um, man, there, there's so much to like about it. Uh, how about how about yourself? Would you tune in? next week
0: i would uh again i I mentioned that the episode could probably lose about 10 minutes of its runtime but uh great acting other than you know chiana who like i said i felt like she was overacting throughout most of the episode but uh great cast all around uh really interesting set design uh it's kind of a sci-fi story that's somewhat original and doesn't really feel like overtly like influenced by star trek or star wars
1: no in the, in the fact that instead of it being there's good guys and bad guys and aliens make up both sides there's a little more to it feels a little bit grounded more more tighter of a of a narrative if that makes sense like less episodic and more oh shit we have to deal with these guys again right instead of like alien of the week kind of sci-fi
0: and i don't even get the sense that these characters on this ship are inherently like good guys or bad guys they're kind of just people
1: yeah yeah i got that too and they were like well shit we're on this ship we have to and they're so different like again um whenever someone's like oh two peacekeepers on your ship. Crichton seems to always be like, Hey, I'm human yeah. to um separate himself from the war crimes of the, the peacekeepers and everyone he meets is often like, Oh, human never heard of them before. Well, you look like you look just like these assholes. So, right. and I think, think early on in the, in season one, that's um part of like the plot is him being like, why the fuck are people like jerks to me?
0: Mm-hmm. And well, well there it is. Yeah. And uh, well, there it is. Uh that was uh episode seventy-seven of uh the LaserComb Podcast. Uh best way to support the show is go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're starting at the five dollar tier, much like our patron Daniel, you can uh, pick a show for us to review a random episode of. And there's also commentary tracks, our uh, uh weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show, and a whole host of uh, other goodies. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh follow me on Instagram at at Christopher Siege, S-I-E-G-E. That's basically the only social media I use nowadays. Or you can join the Discord. Not even gonna bother plugging like Twitter or Blue Sky anymore. <laughs>
1: Twitter is just
0: insane. Twitter is, Twitter is a, cesspool. It's a cesspool. And blue sky is, is a, ghost a ghost town. town. <laughs> a ghost, ghost town, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, um, threads was a thing for a while, but like
0: threads was a thing. It's for like basically a
1: Instagram mixed with Twitter. So it's like, well, why not just use Instagram anyway?
0: And like, also, but also not as, as good as either.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but also not as good as either. So it's like we're, we're on all those, but
0: I'm reminded of a, a a line from the uh first episode of season w- uh 3 of The Mighty boosh which is a show we should cover on here. Oh yeah. Um where uh, the hitcher is like elements of the past and the future combining to make something not quite as good as either. <laughs> So threads is elements of Instagram and Twitter combining to make something not quite as good as either.
1: that, that is that is very accurate. <laughs> it's it's not bad, but it's it's a thing.
0: Yeah. It, it is exists. a thing that exists. <laughs> but yes. Join join the follow me on Instagram or join uh, the Discord. Honestly,
1: the Discord like we interact with with people like, like all, daily. all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like if you take us in, like the Discord, we're often just like randomly, randomly talking about things, sharing gifts. Yeah, that's the pretty much it. If you like memes, that's
0: the that's <laughs> the place to be. Also, to be. if you want kind of spoilers about what uh, news stories we're going to talk about on the Super Show, that's a, a good place to find them.
1: If you want even more spoilers, as in you choose <laughs> what we
0: uh, what we watch, uh, you
1: know. You just throw, throw us a little money,
0: and you choose a show. We Remind actually just us. got a a couple new patrons recently, so shout out to you guys. Yeah, shout out. It's only a matter of time before they make us
1: watch another one, two, three penguins, or uh, <laughs> fucking what did we really detect? Oh, um, uh, I, I it's out of my memory. I can't even remember that like animated tripping like, the rift. Oh God, you're tripping the rift, right? Three, two, one penguins. Maybe there's something else out there that'll
0: make like the the, the top three. F U C K and you. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, uh, uh y- yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Instagram, Discord, uh, Cal. Where can people find you besides the Discord?
1: Um, TikTok. I think it's like Neo underscore Cal on TikTok. Um, yeah, the Discord. Um. I'm a cast member on an upcoming, uh, a new uh, show on Dork Tales uh, that's Wednesday Nights. And uh, we just finished Dragonlance, ooh. which is like a D&D module. That was like a year. And we're going on to um, Vampire the Masquerade, oh, literally starting like in a couple days, episode one, uh, Dark Ages. So we start in 1198. Really? Yeah, uh, the
0: the year of our Lord, the year of <laughs> our
1: Lord, eleven ninety eight, and um, yeah, uh, apparently, it's like a saga that after X number of like what whatever happens, there are like time jumps, and after like you know playing this weekly for months and maybe like a couple of years or whatever, it's going to end in like the present time. So Ooh. it'll be pretty weird playing a playing an an old old y an old soul an old soul or well i think in that universe vampires technically don't have souls oh no. or do they i don't know i don't know that's part of exploring the character i don't know i wear i'm going to wear a jester hat so that's going to be fun this thing. excellent this thing there it is my partner made it for me oh hey look it sounds very- me some-
0: Zap straps, Very gestury. Thank you. Just horrific. I'm wearing a new shirt today.
1: Oh, don't think I didn't notice.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to be like, ah, oh, someone's uh, matching the, uh, the tank top crew of Farscape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, this shirt that I'm wearing actually was... Uh... <clears throat> there is a like... Uh... <clears throat> a kind of like sporty like store based out of vancouver that i get a like corporate like partner discount at
1: oh right because that's part of a group
0: yeah 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 so once in a while i order things from there and the shirt that i'm wearing this like kind of acid wash like uh blue vans like vans tank. tank top was on clearance. it was regularly like 50 dollars on clearance for like 10 and I'm like, sweet. I need new super, tank tops. Super comfy, too.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a big, I, I overheat and I'm a big fan of good, comfy tank tops. And um, I'm either, of either I'm like, I'm not paying like over $10 for this. So like all my tank tops are either on clearance like that, or they're all like John McClane. Like, they're 15 years old, they have holes in them everywhere, they barely...
0: Like what I'm wearing <laughs> <Yeah>. underneath?
1: <laughs> they're all, like, they all have stains, they're all, like, barely hold held together. And uh, I had, like, a 10-pack that I bought, like, 15 years ago. And that's <laughs> that's been lasting me. Uh, I wear one every day. Wear one every day, yeehaw! And inevitably, whenever I wear those shirts, I spill something on it.
0: Inevitably, whenever I wear one of those shirts, I end up uh, crawling through air ducts in Nakatomi Plaza
1: without shoes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Don't even know how I end up in LA, but you know, I put on one of those tank tops and it just you happens. You black out, and you're just <laughs> you're just in a in a tower. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with uh, episode 78 of the LaserCone podcast, where we're going to be. Talking about our patron, longtime patron and listener uh, Jared. One of his picks, his top pick, in fact, uh, a show oh. called Outlaw Star. Outlaw Star. It's a it's an anime. It ran from uh, January eighth, nineteen ninety eight to June twenty fifth, nineteen ninety eight. Never heard of it, but it's what we're watching next week. God damn it! This
1: uh, look, my. My man, Jared, with the anime. That's what I'm talking about. Siege and I have very different relationships with anime.
0: Yes, we do. <laughs> I'm going to hit uh, share a screen. So we can go to the old trusty random number generator.
1: This is looking kind of sick.
0: All right. 26 episodes. Uh, one random number between 1 and 26. And here we go. Where it stops... Uh, an outlaw star only knows. Ten. Gathering oh, for the that. space race. Oh, shit. Hell. Another we space always race. always
1: land on space races. <laughs> Hell yes.
0: The outlaw star reaches uh, Hei Fong, Hei Fong and the crew enters the 13th annual Hei Fong space race with some fight financial help by a sponsorship from Fred's company in an attempt to promote Gene and Jim's business, and for Gene to gain more information about the Eldorado, the ship piloted by Ronald Ron McDougal and Henry Harry McDougal. Oh, the McDougal brothers. So, yeah, that's what we're watching next week. And until then, I've been The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal. Thanks for listening. We will... Um,
1: Claudia, durka we, you later.
0: we will dirka dirka you next time. <laughs>